Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Curiosities. We have a great show uh, bringing items from the Kinsey Institute. Welcome to the stage, your host, the one and only Mr. Stuart Huff. excited. First of all, I'm in Bloomington, which is, yeah, I mean, that's my favorite place to do comedy, you know. I always call Bloomington to me, it's like, it's not a blue dot in a sea of red. That's not, it's, this is a hug during a war. <laughs> that's what Bloomington is to me, you know. You come here to be like, oh, thank goodness. Um, now, for those of you guys that have, that have never listened to this podcast, here's what I do. Uh, I'm a junk collector. I like uh, interesting junk. I like, and I don't, how do I explain it? I like things that I don't know anything about. You know what I mean? I like things that make me go, what the hell is that? You know, and then I look at the price tag and go, hmm, too expensive. You know, and so I'm looking for cheap things that interest me, right? So I have an array of, you know, a possum ass, you know, taxidermy possum asses to Elvis lamps to, you know, just weird stuff, right? So we're doing it. I started this podcast where I have uh, friends of mine on and I just pull out a piece of treasure. I call it treasure. <laughs> it's really treasure, right? So I pull out a piece of treasure and I go, look at this, you know? And usually they go, why the hell did you buy that? And then I explain it to them, you know, that they have no taste, you know? <laughs> and uh, we talk about it and we ask questions and, you know, that's what I really like. In every podcast, my favorite ones I've done, we ask more questions than we answer. You know, I just like to bring up the curiosity because that's the reason I like this item to begin with, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, uh, and, then, and then they asked me, Limestone asked me to do it live, the podcast live, right? So then I was thinking about what item am I going to bring, you know, and I had a couple in mind. And, and then they had the great idea of hooking it up with the Kinsley Institute, you know? So, and, and then immediately I was like, yes, because now I get to sit on the other side. It's not my, I have no idea what Rebecca has brought. I, she has not shown any of us any of these items. I'm just going to sit here and stare and be like, woo, you know, I have no clue what this stuff is. Um, so uh, do we, do you guys, do we need any more introduction, I think? No? Did that kind of cover what, it's called obsessive curiosities. I always get that name wrong, too. Yeah, I'm bad at that. And I, I think this is going to be fun. I really do. We were nervous earlier, but then Rebecca told us one of the items that she didn't bring. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's a, it's a dildo, it's a dildo with Hitler's face that's an ashtray. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, if that's what she didn't bring, we're going to be good. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's introduce some people. Uh, first of all, I'm probably going to go overboard, but I'm not going to say anything that isn't true. 
Uh, my, uh, we just, there we go. Uh, the first guest that I'm going to bring out, I met this gentleman and I was working in Dayton, Ohio at a comedy club there. And he just came walking up to me after the show and started talking human nature, just started talking philosophy, no small talk, no nothing. Just walked straight up and said, blah, 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 blah. And we really haven't stopped since then. I mean, we've paused you know, and, and taking it up. I, he's one of my favorite people I've ever met. He is not a comedian. Uh, I think he's been on stage twice in his whole life, I think. Um, once he was in a leotard. <laughs> and this time he's, he's all dressed up. So uh, I don't know. This, this is one of the most interesting human beings I've ever met. Please welcome Lowell Ramey, everybody. <laughs> Lowell. Sit down, my friend. It's so good to see you. So good to see you. Relax. Get a water. He's back there. Lowell, uh, is it okay if I tell them what you do? I know there's sure. secrets, right? Absolutely. When, when people say to me, human beings don't change, you're never going to change a person's mind. This is the guy I think about. It's not true. People change. It's hard to get them to change. But this man was a lifelong military guy. That was his thing. He was going to be, he went into the military at That's 18. my intent. That was your intent. Right? And then he, the more he thought about it, and then someone in France, you're stationed in France, right? Am I allowed to tell this story? Italy. Italy. Am I allowed to tell this story? You can tell whatever story you want to. All right, buddy. You're fine, brother. This story just Your makes show. me so happy. Right? Uh, so he's stationed in Italy, right? And he's, this is his thing. He's lifelong army, right? That's what he wanted to do with his life, you know? And he's very good at it, right? He's got that mind. He's very good at it. And one night in Italy, he's with some friends in a bar, some Italians that he's met, and he did a toast. He said, I would like to toast my friends and say thank you for, uh, for welcoming, me, uh, welcoming me as a guest to your country, right? So then he sits down. Everybody's like, well, we're, we're glad to have you, but eh, guest, you're, you're not a guest, buddy. And he went, what? Like it had never occurred to Lowell that he wasn't a guest, you know? And they said to him, can you imagine if there was an Italian base in Ohio, you know, and, and everybody on the base made more money than you and, and, and all that? How would you feel? You're not a guest. We love you, buddy, okay? No, we're not saying that, but you're not. That put a seed in his mind. He dropped out of the army. He went and got his degree in, in uh, what'd you get a degree? Philosophy? History of the early Christian church. History of the early Christian church. <laughs> it's very marketable. Right. It's very marketable, right? And now he works in the healthcare system, uh, helping people navigate healthcare, and he's just doing a wonderful thing. When people say human beings don't change, I go, bullshit. I know one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, and then my other, let's see uh, who we're going to, this next gentleman I'm going to introduce. When I was young, when I was a young comic and I had no clue what I'm doing, now I have like 0.2% of a clue what I'm doing. But when I had no clue at all, I was living in my car, trying to figure out how to, how to do comedy. I used to sit in the back of the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta, Georgia, and I would watch this gentleman and, and think, how's he doing that? I don't understand it. I just, it's a magic to me. I just don't understand it. He is one of, the, uh, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, please welcome Tom Simmons, everybody. <laughs> Tom Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> He is a punchline machine. That's what Tom is. Tom's yes. a he's a punchline. I shouldn't say that. And then you're just going to sit there and do nothing. Yes. Uh, all right. And then I'm going to take a seat. But before I do, uh, let's see uh, how to introduce this woman. Uh, wonderful human being. She's the curator of the Kinsley Institute. She's also an artist. And oh, she said this, uh, this wonderful thing to me. Let me see. Because I want to get exactly the way she said it. Because I thought, oh, why didn't I think of that? Uh, she said she's a junk junkie. 
which I love the way she put that, right? She, she's not only, her and I have that in common, but she's the curator of the museum. She's going to show us all this wonderful stuff, and she's also an artist in her own right. Please welcome Rebecca Fassman right here. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And if everyone can hear me, hi. Oh, my God. Um, so I, I brought a selection of items that I thought would be good um, conversation starters. Um, I've listened to the podcast before. <laughs> good. That's a start. And yes. um, I picked items that I thought have some sort of pop culture relevance as well. Um, so let's get started. Let's, can we move to the I'm going to announce the slide movements just so you know. What is yeah, the we're institute? Show slides. What's that? For people that don't know, that are just listening, what is the institute itself? Oh, right. Sorry. Good question. Hi. Great question. Kinsey, the Kinsey Institute is a 72-year-old uh, sex research institute. It's part of Indiana University, started by Dr. Alfred C. Kinsey. Um, and we are a very active uh, research institute and we have this incredible collection of um, art artifacts and photography as well as um, an amazing library and incredible archives um, and so we promote understanding and scholarship in the field of human sexuality so do you do sex like current sex studies and yep. stuff like that mm -hmm. oh yeah some people out in the audience or my colleagues do that yes Okay. Yeah. I'm very interested. I'll, I'll let us get to this, but I'm interested yeah. in that too. I told you it's going to be yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Thompson, what are we going to talk about? I said, you shit me, sex institute. <laughs> We're going to have to block off the month to get thing? through this. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't even think I have my sex GED. Yet. I'm it is. I'm gonna get this out of the way right up front. Yeah. It's, it's. I'm. I don't. I should. They, they. I should not be here. Like I'm. I've always been bad at sex. I'm not. I, you know. So anything that can help me, you can. You know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, a little bit about. I'm the not good at it. I'm just not. Right? A little bit about the collection itself. The collection okay. that were that I drew these pieces from. It has uh, items from uh, about 2,000 years ago to now. Really? And so there are about 110,000 items in this collection. Um, including, like, there, I mean, we'll, we'll see a, a, a wide array of pieces today, but we have fine art, we have Rembrandt, and we, I like very obviously Maplethorpe, like very well-known artists, as well as artists who could not show their work at the time that it was made because right. of legal restrictions and discrimination and marginalization, all that stuff. Um, and so, uh, and there are items here that if, that, that if found at the time that they were shipped would have been illegal as well. And so hopefully we'll talk about some of that, the intersections of. I love that. Great, great. Um, are there still states today that, or countries or stuff, that this stuff is illegal? Sure. You want me to list them? No. Sure. <laughs> yes. Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could talk about the entire South. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Missouri, Texas, Missouri, Georgia. in about what? An hour and a half, yeah. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. We would be illegal in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Your mom texted me. Did I tell I you that? I know. My mom texted me, and she said, so good great. luck. And I said to Stuart, I was like, my mom just texted me. This is so cute. And he said, well, she didn't text me, and I sent that to her, and she said, what's his number? And she texted. Yeah. She texted me. I'm going to text her right now and tell her you're kicking ass. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
It's not going to offend her, is it? I'm going to. I'm, no. I'm really. I'm writing. Your daughter is kicking ass. That's great. She'll love it. Oh, I'm going to put currently. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Can you also text Matt Holt and ask him to turn the monitors down just a little bit? Really? Yeah, it's loud, I think. <laughs> okay, and he also owes me lunch because he said there would be 20 people here. So, <laughs> Stuart, there are 20 here. No, don't, even, don't even start. Dang it, what was that? Why what was that? Who's on the Buddha mic? What, that was horrible. You gave me the mic. What are you writing down? The, uh, Tom's right. That's one for Matt. <laughs> Keep a score. Let's get to the sex stuff. Come on, man. Yeah. This is okay. what we're here for. Yeah, Tom hates foreplay. Let's Great. go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Uh, so speaking oh, yeah. of things that are, so the first item is, is digital. We do have a hard copy of it, but I thought that it would be great to just show the digital version. So um, this is an example from our eight-pager collection. So this is Dagwood All in a Day's Work. So these are really popular from like the 20s until, mid-20s until right after World War II. And uh, there were a number of, uh, th so these are riffs off of uh, popular comic strips, right? Right. But pornographic. But these weren't in comic, this is. Well, no, they weren't in like, so in terms of how, to, how you would purchase these, it's so interesting because they were in like penny arcades and gas stations and all over the country. They were readily available, sold in the back of like Mad Magazine and that sort of thing. Huh. And so there were millions of them between the mid-20s and the early 40s or mid-40s. One of the things I think is so interesting is that with the eight-pagers, in terms of how they were disseminated, um, a lot of the old bootlegger routes were how they got these to various places over the all over the country. Wow, so yeah. they're running illegal booze. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they figured out how that, and then they're like, well, let's do some illegal cartoons and just run that. Yeah. And yeah. now it's, you know... Because the cop pulls you over, and he's like, do you have your ID? And you hold him, you hand him one of these, and he's like, ooh, and now he's distracted, and you... <laughs> well, easier to and transport. This is a ripoff, right? This isn't Dagwood. It was. It, it's not written by the same. It's not written by the right. Right, right. But one of the things that's interesting too is that out of these millions of eight pagers that existed, um, there were under a thousand original storylines that were redrawn. Like if you had a copy of this, you might trace it, redraw it, make a plate, and print it yourself. There's like a really cool DIY aspect wow. to this. I like yeah. the fact I, that's something I know Lowell loves, like, like the, when the like the woman's Bible, right? Yeah. That, it's stuff like that literature that had to go underground. Yeah. You know. So this is backing up with literature that had to go underground to get to the people, right? True. Yeah. What was that one book? I can't remember. It was banned, and when they actually found the first copy, they found was inside of a, a, essentially a pornographic magazine. That they shipped the pornographic oh. magazine, oh, with the but magazine. it has all right. literature in the middle of it. Great, great. Yeah, I forget that. God, this is one of the problems with the podcast is I, you know, I don't want to sit here and just Google, so I just say shit, and then I go, I don't remember it. <laughs> and then we move on. All right. Well, if any of my Kinsey colleagues know what book he's talking about, feel free to shout it out. Um, this is copyright infringement, isn't it? To steal that? the character? Sure. I mean, time, probably, sure. yes. But okay. also, okay, one other quick thing about the mechanisms by which these were made that I think is really cool. Post-depression, you had a, a lot of leasing and a lot of layaway on machinery, right? People couldn't buy, like, sewing machines and printing presses and all these things. Mm -hmm. um, and so there were a lot of printing presses that people would just basically lease for a month, do these runs, give them back, 
And then, so there, so in, in that sense too, they sort of sidestep some of the criminal charges that they could have with owning. Yeah, it would a be hard press. to find them. What you rent yeah. a printing press, yeah. you're in a little apartment, you yeah. run off right. two hundred thousand of them or whatever it is, yeah. and then boom, printing press is gone, and yeah. I'm on my way. How are you going to catch this person? So you smart. Know? Right. And plus, who's going to read this and go, "I'm mad because this is copyrighted." <laughs> <laughs> You know. The artist himself, the da Dagwood, the guy one. He might be a little if I irritated. Was Dagwood, I'd be like, yeah, I approve of this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was this a lucrative venture for the people who were yes. doing this? Yes, very. Um, so they range in quality, and some of the higher quality ones were even at that time like a dollar, which is a huge amount of money yeah. to pay for. Oh, yeah, good at God. the time wow. we're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, what you could, year are we talking? What, so from what, like 19, what? maybe the mid 20s until the mid 40s. And so, um, okay. which, which is, yeah, I mean, most of them were not a dollar. Most of them were probably 25 cents or something like that. But even so, you can fit 50,000 of these in your trunk and be literally sitting on a hefty uh, amount of money. So, yes, very profitable. And it seems like a lot of the people who printed these also printed, like, erotic playing cards, like, dirty, like, kind of funny card, like, birthday mm -hmm. cards, that sort of thing, too. So it was, a, like, all erotic printing house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving this. Welcome to my world. <laughs> all right, now I have a million questions, and oh. I'm real curious what the next item is. Okay, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, let's oh, get to the next yeah. item in, but you and I are going to have to talk later. Yeah. I feel like so, people were just desperate for masturbatory material. Have I they ever so. not been? Uh, <laughs> something on the cave, boobies on the cave, <laughs> right. and they're good to go? I mean, what there is like... That's amazing. Isn't there like uh, pornographic graffiti on the back of a pyramid that they under... Oh, yeah, they did. Right? Well, uh, well, and there's sex scenes in uh, sure. yeah, old uh, cave paintings. And cave stuff paintings like that. and yeah. stuff? And actually, we'll talk about prophylactics later, but uh, there's some, yeah, some very early uh, sort of instruction paintings on how to use the condoms. Yeah. Since then. we said, I wonder if this fits in that, then we haven't stopped thinking about no, it. No, forever. <laughs> Literally forever. Okay, yeah. so let's go to the next slide, which is Mom, the rest Dad, of the... don't come to the cave, I'm busy. <laughs> And then next one, that's the end. And then next one. Great. That's what we're going to discuss oh. now. Hi. Wow. <laughs> that might be my favorite oh, Ronald sure. Reagan yeah. depiction. That's disturbing. Hi. I did a very good job. Do you job have that with you? Do you have that with you? Is that what you're unwrapping right now? Is What's this, that? Is that what you have? The Reagan, yeah. The yeah, Reagan bobble cock or whatever that yeah. is? Yeah. So... Um, one of the things we have... Says, I don't mean to interrupt you, Rebecca. It says at the bottom, can you guys read that? It says, uh, this is an adult novelty, yeah. not for sale to children. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Reagan? <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, you are going to hear this out of my mouth several times tonight. Yeah. But... How much? How much do you want for it? Uh, <laughs> the sticker on it says $3. Done. <laughs> okay. Done. But I okay. Let's First he pisses on the poor and then it gets hard. <laughs> Isn't that nice? nice. <laughs> and I used to sit in the back That's of the room time. and go, how? How does the brain do that? You know? So. That's what I used to do. 
This is Reagan. His uh, his skirt has seen better days. Well, um, oh, there yeah. used to be, I think, a more um, prominent connection. This is so fitting between his head and his penis. But now that he is a little bit older, it doesn't work that well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think that was a shot at you and I, yeah. Lowell. Yeah. Um, and it struck me. Well deserved. I, <laughs> it struck me. No. Oh, yeah, here. It struck me how interesting my job is. The other day when I was preparing these materials, I was dusting his penis, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Did you wonder about some decisions you'd made in your life at that moment? Right. Um, but Put it back so Lowell can see. Here, oh, yeah, here. And he even has a little cute little butt. Um, here is my question. It says on the side of the box, anyone for jelly beans? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, Reagan was jelly. He yes. liked jelly beans. Is that okay? That's he was always giving jelly beans out to people in his How office. I know this. Kept right. a big jar on his because I was alive. Right. Then. Me too. <laughs> you were a little kid. I was a baby. Yeah. Because they couldn't put, hey, little kid, do you want some candy? Is that what they did? Weird. <laughs> I don't have a lot of reverence for Reagan, by the way. Just it's fine. You're in good company. But it is, uh, it brought up an interesting, I didn't know this, a conversation about other presidents and their relationships to their penises. I didn't know that LBJ um, was known for sometimes whipping it out. I yes. had no idea. Yes, did yeah. you know, you know that's, yes, he, he was known no for, it's, an, it's, it's amazing to be known for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, well, I mean, I mean, it, I mean it this way. Like, if you did it, not in the way you have to go tell your neighbors right. that you've been doing it. We won't right, talk about when you have to go door to door <laughs> and yeah. But like, there's a story where Graham Chapman of Monty Python. Mm -hmm. It's a great story. He was in a bar, and you know, he was a known heavy drinker, right? But he was in a bar having fun, and there was some guy who was, you know, uh, making fun of him or something because homosexual or whatever. So Graham just got up very peacefully and walked over and pulled out his penis and put it in the guy's drink. <laughs> you know, that's a great story, <laughs> and it's also a great way to say. Fuck you. Right. You know? But Graham wasn't known for pulling out his penis. Yeah. There's one story that's funny. <laughs> LBJ was known for pulling. Yeah. So, in other words, like when he was in the room and he didn't, you're kind of like, whoof. You know? <laughs> yeah, at a press conference one time on uh, Air Force One, he pulled out his penis. Well, sure. And also you had know, a special, right, you know when I mean? he moved into the White House, he had apparently a special. He requested a shower nozzle be put so that water could put, could go directly onto his penis. This is going to change every meeting I attend for now. <laughs> yeah. Now, why did they sell a lot of those? Did they? Was it a how much of a? Yes, good question. Do they um, do that for every president, or is <laughs> not this one? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh <-huh. laughs> So this was made, I know very little about, this was made in Hong Kong, so I assume they made a lot of them. And there's so much presidential sort of joke swag stuff. Um, the next one that I'm gonna show you is also a sort of uh, funny presidential item. But I don't know, I mean, I assume that this was very popular, but I don't understand the, the big dick part. <laughs> the cojones on that guy. Is, this, is it making fun of him? Is it saying that he was so great? Is this a pro Reagan piece? I know, it it's, car, it's part mockery, part compliment. This yeah. is all, yeah, right. And it's probably like when we talked about All in the Family. There's probably two different constituencies for that. That's right, that's right. Right. Some also, of us who think he's a big dick. Right. 
Right. And other people, he's got a big dick. Right. And what that says and all of those things. Yeah. That's from, I guess that's part of the speak softly and carry a big stick. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Nice. (laughs) Our current president speaks loudly and has a tiny one. I guess that's the problem. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just shaking my head at you. That's all I'm doing. Should we, should we move to this the This is feeling like a regular podcast already. Great. That's yeah. why. Great. I know. It's going to be cool. Be I knew great. it would devolve to it eventually. Great. Um, there's an image of this on the screen behind you. It'll take me a second. I'm sorry. How does the museum, I mean, how does the institute come across that? Like, what makes you buy that oh, instead oh. of the George Bush one? You know Such what I mean? Such a good or question. Whatever. Such a good are question. Are they donated items? Or are they... So we are... Um, we are not a museum, we're a collecting institution, and uh, by and large, this is another really interest, as a collections nerd, I'm interested in origin stories and, um, and how things physically got to where they are. And so uh, with our collection, m- the vast majority of it has been donated. Okay, is that why you wear the gloves? Well, I wear the gloves because <laughs> we... <laughs> Right. (laughs) For the past 72 years, we have been um, preserving these pieces and we want to continue. And also, there are some times when, yes, there are (laughs) bodily fluids. By the way, you're awesome. You're very wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I was just marveling. Yes. So, this is a, uh, I'm going to actually, because I can't actually grip this, um, I'm just not going to squeeze very hard. So these are... That's what they're called, nesting dolls? Yeah, Matryoshka dolls. Um, so it's Bill Clinton and then Monica Lewinsky. You can Uh-oh. see where this is going. Right, there we go. And Paula Jones. Wait till you get to the last one. That's a cigar. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you saw it. I was like, how did you know this? <laughs> right. So this is the sort of cleanest version that I have seen um, and I mean that. In ter- I mean that actually formally in right. terms of like the paint itself. That's so, fun. This is fun. Oh, okay. I am. It's not w- rubbed down. No, not rubbed down. So there's a the little tiny cigar, and I thought that this was interesting because are, is this also pro Clinton? Do you get this because you're a fan? Do you get this because you're not? Who's who's buying? Aside from us. <laughs> who's not? <laughs> who's, a, who's looking at that going, eh? See, this is something Tom and I, you are a, a lover of interesting, right? Sure. Tom wouldn't recognize art if it, you know what I mean? He's just, it, yet, what, was it yesterday we were in the hotel room doing a podcast and you actually told me you would buy that? It was the first time out of 70 episodes that Tom actually goes, now this I would buy. And what so, was it? yeah, but it's just a I would joke. buy this and try useful. to figure it out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the big penis Reagan thing, I would just like, oh, I'd get a buggy. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm buying this. Of course I'm buying this. I'm not. You know? I'm no, not. I'm, you're, you're not buying this? I'm not in. No. The, the Reagan thing you wouldn't buy? Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, look, I was in, uh, do you guys know this store? I don't know if this is uh, Ollie's. Do you know Ollie's? Yes. Ollie's is like... Bargain best, outlet. Yeah, it's a, well, that's nice terminology. Bargain outlet, shitty big lots. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you know Ollie's, right? I love Ollie's. <laughs> right? So they had Mitt Romney Chia Pet heads. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I bought 20. <laughs> 
They, uh, don't drop your head at me. I've already sent several to friends. I'm la- well, I haven't gotten one. Well, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Your no, birthday no. hasn't come. I sent one to Bevins. Okay. That's, I yeah. Didn't... I mean, they were cheap, right? Mitt Romney, Chia Pets. How many more are you going to see in your life? I, right? Yeah, no, but all of them because I'm going to own all of them. Right. right. So, you know, I got a buggy, you know, and that's what I would do with this stuff. I'd be yeah. thinking, you know, there's Christmas is coming up, Reagan dicks. Right. You know? But this is part of it, too, is that uh, within the Kinsey collection, this has a sort of interest. The presidential part plays a, an interesting role at just reflecting... Yeah, what we think about people, who they're... Like, I don't know if this would be made today about Trump. Thinking well, have, that, first have, of all, it'd uh, have to be a much bigger... Yeah. And, and I will say this. I, that was and it's, very it's, nice. Comedically, that was beautiful. Thank right? you. Um, it's interesting to me, too, because not all of the women were consenting, right? So, mm. so mm-hmm. I think it was Jennifer Flowers. She, he's, like, sexually assaulted her. And so she's included in this sort of list of women who he has had affairs with, but also that he hurt and uh, he assaulted her. And that, like, I don't, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just an interesting, when I think about Me Too and how much has changed and how conversations about this have changed, um, these are seen as sort of a conquest. Society's changed since this was made. Yes, that's right. You know, right. right. Well, do you think that first, like, cartoon panel had anything to sort of, that sort of, that sort of mentality has been built. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has the, Clinton has the mentality of, of Dagwood in those things. You know, like my secretary's here to yeah. have sex with and yeah. the temp is here to have sex with and she's, you know. So it's sort of, that, that becomes what our standard is. You mm-hmm. know, like I, you couldn't really put out that cartoon. I mean, you could put it out today. People probably do. But more likely there would be there, the, it would not sell unless it was sort of had some more women dominance or some more women involved in it. Or if it's pornography, right? right? A I lot of these sort of dynamics, it's how, that's how, like, uh, I feel like a lot of sort of, yeah, pornography yeah, is marketed. Know. I don't know if I agree with that 100%. I, I, don't th- I don't know. I think we're right at the beginning of a possible change. I hope so. I don't right. think we've changed yet by any means. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Uh, and th- that's where I was saying, when you said society's changed, I'm thinking, no, no, a, no. a segment of society. The vast majority of people in this room are down with that. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a whole segment of society. Listen, we thought we'd made progress on racism. We thought we'd made progress right. on women's rights. We, and we're seeing now that all we did was force a lot of these sorts of issues underground. That's right. They've been you know, simmering under there, just yes. waiting to bubble yeah. right, right. waiting for somebody to take the lid off the pot. So they're all back in mm-hmm. full force again. Hopefully yeah. this is their last opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right. What, what I meant by society's changed is like she was talking about, is this a pro-Clinton or a negative Clinton? Ah. Which one is yeah. it? So what I was thinking is, it, you know, in today's society, that would make a difference whether you're going to inchu- include Jennifer in it, whether you're pro or negative gotcha. Clinton. Right. Are you attacking him or celebrate? You know what I mean? You're going to do the art differently. So the society the, you know, has changed within those realms. But I agree. We haven't changed yet. We're at the beginning of possible. I think I, I, think I agree change. with that. Huh? What if we ever change? Uh, you're too negative. I think you can tell. You've I, changed. You can ch- you're the think- one that convinces me people <laughs> can change. <laughs> but I mean, it's society. The way I judge sometimes things, I mean, it's kind of in my own small-minded world, but it's I can from comedy audiences. Like, you know, you can see... Um, like a like sometimes there. I mean, there's probably some comedians in here, right? You watch a comic that does a joke that killed eight years ago, 
And it's not because right. the joke is old, it's because, it's because the sexism in it is old. And so now the crowd doesn't specifically laugh at that joke. You know I, agree. So, I agree with that. But like Lowell said, it, it hasn't disappeared. It's driven it underground. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you an interesting thing. Like uh, when Obama, in both terms during Obama, I, hunting junk st- stores and stuff, mm-hmm. I saw no Klan memorabilia, nothing, mm-hmm. right? Trump got elected, started coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, now I see Klan stuff for sale yeah. openly, right? Yeah. So it didn't disappear, yeah. right? It just went, went underground, and then when they felt comfortable. So in, in a public setting, and you do a sexist joke, then s- s- a portion of our population is against that. In other words, they've changed. And a portion knows they're supposed to be against it, but they're just waiting for their time. Mm-hmm. To die, and then the rest of us can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. I don't know if I'm right about that. I don't, you know what I mean? I might think about this later on and go, eh, I don't know. But I think yeah, right now that's the way I feel. All right. Let's do the next slide, please. This is the one that I might... Um, all right. So, right. This is a photo of this pen. This pen um, has something called a Stanhope in it. Have you ever heard of this term? Great. Say it again. Stanhope, S-T-A-N-H-O-P-E. Oh, okay. yeah? Great. So it does really controversial and funny material? There is, <laughs> shockingly. Um, so this is the pen that's on here. Um, there's a, that little circle in the middle bottom of the pen um, to the left of the Habana Capitol building is a little tiny hole that holds uh, an image. So... I'm going to, if you go to the next slide, The little please. silver part? Yep. Okay. That's, that's not here. I'm going to, I'm going to, can I, I'm going to walk. Yes. Do, do whatever you need to do. Like that's inside that tiny little. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do this so that you can, can you, I don't know how to. Are you kidding, Rebecca? I can't see you. You got to get <laughs> I, How much closer do I need to get? My this is like oh, looking at my sorry. penis. <laughs> <laughs> How desperate are we to see boobs? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try Lowell. I don't okay, see it. I got my glasses on. Okay, so good. Not. All right, hold on. I'm going to touch your shoulder. I'm not sorry. Okay. Nah, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> I'm old, my friend. Maybe Tom can see it. All right. I'm looking through this hole. That's amazing. Oh, so you can't hold it. I can't hold, hold the glasses. I can't okay. see Why can't I hold it? It's an artifact, Tom. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a lady standing under a tree or an outdoor shower. And it's just oh, yeah. his imagination. He doesn't really see it. He's always got that image in his head. <laughs> Her body is covered up like it's like it like in the Avengers. It's coming apart or whatever. What's no. <laughs> been that long? It seems like well, the, the picture seems kind of. Are there two images? That's a different image than that one. It's, it's a, a, it's a lady yeah. sort of standing in a doorway, like... Do it. Like, like sort of... Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. You know, she's naked and her legs are kind of crossed. <laughs> okay. Little, so, little 70s so, hair, you know. That's yeah. another, that's an example. So, that, so a Stanhope is a photographic process by which uh, a collodion print is mounted onto a glass lens. It's about two millimeters, two, between two and three millimeters wide, right? So um, these were sold as like keepsakes after, uh, it was uh, made in 18, the process was founded in 1859. 
Um, and so starting in the World's Fair in, I think, 1862, they started to be sold publicly. Um, and as with any technological advance, like one of the things that happens is like, great, we can do something, um, make like erotica and pornography with it. And so Stanhopes <laughs> were really um, popular and were sold in like traditionally like men's keepsakes, like uh, pens, and because women would, we didn't write then. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> pipes and gentlemen's rings. Um, <laughs> they made the women's. They made the women's porn inside a typewriter. Right, so right. <laughs> There's one that I. So there are all of these exist. Um, you know, in in an, inside of the world of like uh, material culture related to human sexuality and outside. Um, I saw one for sale. Uh, that it was a bullet from supposedly a bullet from the Civil War that had a little hole burrowed out, and there was an image of um, Lincoln inside of this bullet. It's crazy, like it's a crazy technology. Um, wow, yeah. okay, so this is, so it's not just erotica. No. It's this, okay. Right, it, but okay. Were, they were sold in the same sort of places. The, ero the erotic images were sold like at the World's Fair too. Okay. As with the eight pagers, obviously they're very small, so you can have a pocket full of a hundred of them. <laughs> um, just to say, too, they're like easy to trade, easy to pass around, um, hard to get caught with. Right? Could you just lie? Right. I couldn't yeah. see it at all. <laughs> oh, right. Right. <laughs> you could just Stupid. be like, yeah, this has got a naked picture of your cousin in it. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> in what year did the, in what year did they? This is off subject a little bit. Back to the sexism thing. What, what year did they start? Do you start seeing? pornography for, or erotica for women mm. start to appear in the timeline? I think that that depends upon how you define this. But, uh, so, I think there were some, uh, we have some pieces made by women that are, that depict, like, sexual fantasies and that sort of thing from, um, like, France, 18th, 19th century. Um, but I also think that, uh, there was a huge anti-porn backlash within feminism, right? Lots of like anti-porn feminists, um, and, which like kind of, in, in terms of like modern contemporary pornography, like moved this, the, the focus away from porn. Um, and, and in terms of women, like uh, is it good for women to consume porn or whatever, we think all porn is bad. Um, and so I think there's a recent trend um, within the past 30 years of um, having more women-friendly porn. And especially now, you see a lot of porn being made that's like ethical porn where everyone's paid fairly and like there's, there aren't the like power dynamics that are present in a lot of pornography today that's like similar to the Dagwood um, images that are so um, troubling and indicative of a lot of the like Me Too stuff that's happening right. today. Do you get, do you get crap from from people for being in the whatever. It's not really the sex industry, but in the, like. Me you, as a human, me, this but, person. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, when you meet somebody and they ask, what do you do for a living? Yeah. I lie. Where does that conversation go? I through? do too. Uh, here is, okay. <laughs> I don't, here's the thing. It depends upon the situation. Uh, if it's, if I'm in an Uber and it's a man driving me, I say, I skirt around, like, just for safety purposes, right? I don't, I, there. That's great. Okay, 
two things that I lie about. If I'm in southern Indiana, I don't talk about being Jewish. That's smart. But isn't that That's nuts sad. to you? Yes. I mean, I'm yes. talking about, I know, I'm not talking about reality, and, and yes, I know. But just as a human being, isn't it nuts to think that because of uh, location, uh, facts, like you're Jewish, mm-hmm. you work at the Kinsley Institute, you would have to, where you at, would, how much truth you could tell? This is fucking crazy. Yeah. So one time I was in... Um, I'm sending a picture of you to your mom. Oh, that's so nice of you. Thank you. One time I was in Louisville and I had an Uber driver. This is a couple years ago. It uh, was taking me from, I don't know, wherever I... To somewhere. And he asked what I did for a living and I was feeling so chatty and I was like, oh, well, I do this and I do this and I'm so excited and let me tell you all about it and like all the things. And uh, he got really quiet and he was like, well... Uh, uh, I don't know what to say to that. You know, whatever you have to tell yourself to sleep at night, that's fine. It's this like, is your Uber driver judging yeah, you? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm, that's terrifying. I, mostly it's that I don't want to get into conversations that are, uh, like, with creepy, that, like, I don't, I don't want to enter don't that realm. Yeah. I don't blame so you. So I don't say it, and like, I don't think that anyone's going to be, except for that Uber driver, um, upset with me for, like, have a moral issue with what I do. It's more I just don't yeah, want to, like... Be, yeah, there are a lot of people who have a moral issue. So yeah. is there, is there, is this, I'm just curious, to, I've never even heard of a sex institute, so is there a sex, is there a science, scientific, like, sexual community, like, a, of, sci, of sex Huge. science? Oh, yeah? Huge. Bigger than Reagan? <laughs> Way bigger. Okay. All right. It's like girthier. What's what would be? <laughs> what would? <laughs> She's funny. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What would a what would what would be a peer reviewed a regular science journal or is there a specific sex I mean, science journal? Some of my colleagues want to shout one out. Thank you. The regular science journal will also. Wait. Both, regular science and sex journals. Okay. Yeah. Like Hustler? It's all science. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. So you're out. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I like to. I, when people, because when you say you're a comedian, they always go, either say, tell me a joke. Or they say, have you heard this one or whatever. So here's, <laughs> this is, and that's not near as, you know, it's like heavy as what you have yeah, to do. Yeah. But one time I was on a plane and the guy next to me said, what do you do for a living? And here's what I did. I, I've learned this over years. I try to make up the most bizarre job. <laughs> I just let my imagination go crazy, you know, and I'll come up with some, you know, insane thing. You what know? do you do for a living? So I said to this guy on the plane, he said, what do you do? And I said, I refurbish vintage pinball machines. <laughs> and he goes, me too. <laughs> 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 I swear to you. That's a long two hours. I, I know. I'm on a plane. And the minute he said it, I went, oh, I'm in trouble. And he immediately started going, like, don't you hate the 72 Superman flipper joints? And I was like. <laughs> That's really horrible. funny. I lasted like 20 minutes. Eventually, I had to say, I'm not. I, I lied to you. I'm a comedian. He goes, oh, my God. Tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next slide, please. Okay. There we go. So this is a condom. Um, what? Yeah. It's true. Um, well, from what era? What do you think? Well, it's, uh, all right, we got to guess. Let's guess. 1922. Guess. No. 
2018. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think much I, earlier than that. Is that paper, what, paper or lambskin or something? What, yeah, lambskin. Is it, is it, uh, lamb it is skin? not paper. Is it intestines? Intestines. It's yeah. intestines. Yeah, they're not that great. I've used them. <laughs> <laughs> beef, man. Sheep I, intestines. Early sheep, 19. Sheep. Early. sheep. It's sheep. It's How uh, far off am I? 1922. So far. Am I really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least a century. 1700s. It's really? Yeah. 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 I'll tell you why. I guess 1922. Yeah. Why? It's ridiculous. But I, when my grandfather died, we found one in his coat. Well, oh, that looked like this. Was it you like, what? It was a sheep intestine thing, you know. In a package? Yeah, my mom wouldn't let me have it. Oh. <laughs> so this is, uh, I Wow, believe, 18th century. Yeah, England. Can a vegetarian use like a sheep skin? <laughs> right, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, or vegan, right? I don't know. Yeah. I would, so, I would hope not. So there's a. I'm <laughs> so funny. I just have an image of like walking through like a 7 Eleven parking lot and you're like, ooh, look at that condom on the thing. And, that, <laughs> and like you have one from the version of that from the mm -hmm. 1700s. Like, yeah. There's some guy with a top hat and a right. cane. Should I be sleep on the side of the 7 Eleven? <laughs> right. Should I be picking the ones that up at the rest nice. area and ma <laughs> mailing them into you? You know what I'm saying? For future reference? Reusable. It's reusable. And it has a little, you can get up close, it has a little, um, like a, there's a threaded part around the base that you would tighten. Um, it's pretty okay. good. And uh, supposedly you could keep it in like liquid in some sort of, uh, yeah, water, oil, what does someone said, lanolin. I was like, I don't even know what that is, but yeah, that sounds right. Uh, can you guys stop and tie something at that moment? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the the moment's to... over for me if I've got to stop and tie anything. We're done. We're done. Can I hold the thing? You can, uh, yeah, you can hold the box. Okay. Don't drop it. Okay. okay. And don't shake it. <laughs> wow. Was, was sex in the 1800s really immobile? Like you, <laughs> no, no. That's the thing. That thing is, is very old. It looks like paperish. Yeah. Mary said, thanks. I love the picture. <laughs> can we not be talking about her mother while I'm, I'm holding it? <laughs> <laughs> Very thick. Uh, it's very thick. Yeah. Very thick. Um, so that's amazing. We have a huge condom collection, and when I was doing um, Glad research, you said condom collection. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so how old? What do we What do we think? When was the first one invented? Right. Okay. Uh, the first written documentation that exists, I think, of condom use is 3000 BC. King Minos in Crete talked about um, having uh, serpents and scorpions in his sperm, which I think, I don't know what that means, but I don't know. So he, I, uh, right. Uh, so he used a condom to protect his wife, not as a contraceptive because she got pregnant eight times, um, but uh, I, to protect her from the serpents and the or scorpions and yeah, all that stuff. I don't know. But it is interesting that like the condoms went from being like only for very very wealthy people, obviously, to everyone using them. But uh, this is the oldest one I believe that we have in our collection. Three thousand BC, right? Three thousand BC. Wow. Yeah, and the the like concept for uh, it. One of the things I love about the collection is that it um, gives you insight to sort of human ingenuity for 
forever. Um, like their concept for an IUD, supposedly, is the, it started to be for animal control, right? There was a nomadic group that was traveling uh, with camels from one area to another, and they only had, you know, a, a finite amount of resources, and so to make sure that they didn't have more camels than they wanted, they put little rocks or pebbles inside the camel's cervix. Because they're not able to stop animals from having sex, obviously. Um, right. And there you have the idea for putting a barrier. I'm both fascinated <laughs> and upset. <laughs> <laughs> this is rude. Uh, it's rude to the camel. I definitely rude to the camel. <laughs> and it's rude to your, it just, uh, the scorpion thing and the sperm's not going to sit well with me. Wild. Uh, I would like to know more about that. Also, I mean, yeah, I'm going to be Googling that tonight. Yeah, gonna... Minos plus scorpion sperm. Is there a, uh, is there a get your rocks off reference in that camel thing? Yes. Nice. Did I, did I, did I need, I didn't hear that, but did I, did I need to? No, no, no. Move on. Um, one quick thing, there was a note in one of the things I was reading about uh, the history of condoms. Um, one note that said that uh, the intestines and stuff have been used for a really, really long time. There was one story, not substantiated by documentation, but I think just an anecdote um, about uh, a group of soldiers who would use the muscle tissue of uh, people that they had just killed as condoms. Oh my God. That's the ultimate alpha male. I know. Dominance gesture, I isn't know. it? Holy I'm no God. longer worried about the camels. Right. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> what did you? What did you say? He's no longer worrying about the camels. Oh, okay. <laughs> How, do you guys feel this way? Do you simultaneously like love us as as a species and also repelled by us? Yes. Do you feel that way too? Yes. God, you, I mean, the curiosity of the human mind is absolutely fascinating to me, and that's. Art and our curiosity is the best thing we've ever done. And then some of the crap we do, it's mm -hmm. like, Jesus. It's pretty bad. I just want to get a hammock and some Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to go in the middle of Indiana and nobody talk to me. You know what I mean? But then I would miss our curiosity, I think. We can contemplate scorpion sperm and being a potential condom. I just, <laughs> I just feel like that's a, that's, a, that's a guy. My first thought about that is that's a guy with... What's the one that makes you your you burn down and when you know what's the hurt what's gonorrhea. the STD yeah like he has gonorrhea or something and, and he, he was yeah, like I have scorpions in my penis <laughs> it like, hurts you know? when you that's why I was thinking too yeah right yeah and that's a very good description that uh, it's scorpions you know that's just you know that image but I I don't I'm very uncomfortable with this whole condom dead <laughs> enemy thing yeah. The muscle, t muscle tissue. They just pull their heart out and eat it or yeah. something. Right, right, right. That makes a lot more sense yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot more sense right. to me. Right? Can't we have some rules? Yeah, there should be some decorum. <laughs> in this. Oh, Ed's over there fucking the Hank that we killed. This is fucking sick. <laughs> Let's just take a finger. But I also think there's a connection between the auto industry and condom development in that uh, Goodyear tires, Goodyear, the guy, uh, vulcanized rubber, which became like the, you know, the pre 
precursor to latex, made uh, rubber be more pliable and more, uh, have more ten tensile strength. Is that how you say that word? Tensile? 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 tensile. I don't know. It, so I don't know. Matter. Yeah. Um, but I think it's an interesting, you know, uh, application of, of this, I don't know, process to... It is very interesting to me that when we have new technology, yeah. we, it does not take us any time at all to go, how can we have sex? Yeah. You know, it does. It, it's just like this is useful. We gotta fuck some. How? Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Weaponize it first. Weaponize yeah, it make first. a weapon out of how, it. How do we make it into a weapon, and then how do we use it to have sex with whoever yeah. we conquered? Yeah. Right. And then after that, we might come up with some interesting. No, uh, whatever. Other uses. Yeah. That's after we take a nap. Well, and one of the other things, real quick, about the collection is that it shows too this like incredible legacy of. Um, creativity when it comes to to sex like technology has changed but we've been doing the same stuff we just have been can i curse is that okay we've all just yes, been fucking please. each other forever you just talked like, about a guy fucking his intestines of a dead dude well i didn't say the word fuck i know but feel free to <laughs> f it up it was implied great thank you <laughs> but uh there is you know i tell think, your mom um <laughs> <laughs> going to be a, a sad Yom Kippur this year. <laughs> I just told her. I'm not yeah. kidding. I told her. <laughs> but I, do, I think it's good to remember that, uh, our, that every generation, that we're all very creative when it comes to sex. And it's that amazingly creative. So Incredible. Creative. Okay. Then the next thing. I don't like your face right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, next slide, please. Do I need, do yeah. I need to move back? No. <laughs> okay. So, so. Is it a cock in the box? It's not a cock in the box. <laughs> There's nothing. This is called the relaxicizer. Have you heard of this? Oh. Yeah. Can, Tell, does it work? <laughs> it's a torture device. So oh. I don't. I'm not gonna. See I was it. thinking we could try it on Stuart. That's all. It's, it's his show. No. Very, he's curious. You know what I mean? Right. I'm ready. So, we need to move Clinton. No, he's fine. Um, so, this was a an exercise device um, that could be used for masturbation as well. It was made between 1949 and 1970, and it was banned in 1970 because it caused. Hold on. Um, this was sort of there was a oops, an episode of Mad Men that featured something like this when Peggy um, like, was supposed to write copy for this exercise machine and she figured out that it vibrated and was like, oh, I'm gonna see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, it caused miscarriages, cancer, everything. I'm gonna show you the list of- Cancer? Yeah. There's a dubious claim in this court case. I'm gonna, okay, so it said one of the things that could happen Portions of malignant tumors may flake off and enter the lymphatic system or bloodstream due to the trauma which relaxicizer produces. Cancer cells that are otherwise dormant may be activated and spread by the sudden, violent, 
rapid, repetitive, and unnatural movements of internal organs and skin surfaces caused by the relaxizer. There are 1,200 such movements per 30-minute treatment, resulting in pressure on affected areas and internal organs. These movements are dangerous to the health of people who have cancer or incipient cancer. I don't know how you know that the cancer cells flake off. You know what I mean? Like, that's the dubious part. Yeah, but I'm just tense just listening to it. I'm like, the, this machine doesn't work at all. Well, okay, what's the, you guys are a scientist. Okay. What's the science behind? Are they are they right about the bad science? science. No, they're not oh. right. This is a it predates the like those. There are these here. You can look at this. There's see, this is kind of I don't see uh, erotica in junk shops that much. Yeah. You know, but the things I do see are like right. this. Like I have a, a machine that you 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 have to crank it up and then it has a like attachments on a wand. We have those. Yeah, okay. we're gonna be talking and about. And it shocks you. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> <laughs> I got the good one. Yeah. Horrible. It's supposed to relax you, but it literally, you can hold it about an inch away from your arm and it will send electric shot. You can see it. Horrible. You know? Yeah, I know. I only did it for an hour or two. <laughs> um, so it comes with this booklet. I, don't, I didn't digitize this. I'm sorry. Can I, can I just say one thing? I don't please. mean to interrupt. But no, interrupt. The phrase diarrhea, diarrhea dizziness is in here. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> This machine causes diarrhea dizziness. <laughs> I think, okay, I think uh, as someone who is an obsessive, uh, like, grammar nerd, um, there are some commas missing <laughs> in that document. <laughs> now, do other species... Yes. ...masturbate or find, totally. invent ways to sort of simula stimulate themselves? Yes. Have you ever been to the zoo? I mean, I guess that's Go true. by the monkey cage? Yeah. That's a good Holy point. cow. Right. These guys get a lot of time on You ever range. been in a green room? <laughs> 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 <What>? <laughs> I guess a dog on a couch or a pillow or a leg. I mean, yeah, so... But yeah, there's the, if any of my colleagues also want to like shout out certain fun facts about animal, animals' masturbatory habits... Feel free. <laughs> Welcome. Um, Not a big topic in southern yeah. Indiana. Are there but, like spiders, or like black widows that are like, oh, I still got seven hands. I don't know about insects. I don't know. <laughs> but you see, and I am basing my saying yes only on Instagram videos. That's okay. the only, that's my scientific. <laughs> okay. You, you open this door. Okay. Lots of male spiders have a special appendage that they masturbate into. And then they shove the entire appendage into the vagina of the female spider and break off the arm, twist themselves till the arm breaks off so no other male can stick his seed in there. Wow. So How in the hell do you know this? <laughs> I won't be able to find my way home because those brain cells are used by stupid shit like that. That's, God, I love it. But let me ask you a question. When you see a spider, do you go, mm, what are you doing? Like, if his eyes are squinting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, we have discussed at work before that there are certain animals also with corkscrew penises that make it so that it's hard, I think maybe harder for the animal to, the male animal to get out. And so it. Ducks? Ducks. The ducks? And ducks. Was, is it, is it uh, the male lion or. That has the the what do you bar barbs 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 yeah not short for Barbara 
do other species have do other species have sex for fun like the way we have sex for fun? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's not that fun for me. No. <laughs> Maybe you need this machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. So, okay, so most of it's just, you know, regret. <laughs> so with a relaxizer. That's the attachment for yeah, this thing. Yeah, you would put this on this like a little belt and you put it on different parts of your body. I thought it was and just it has, this. Stuff. No, 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 no. You, these this it, you'd attach uh, these things which carry an electric current to your but you'd electrocute yourself. Uh, you make it so that you would send electric shocks into your muscles that would make them move. And that is like, a, we have, there are people, physicians who, uh, for physical therapy, do this in much lower quantities than this. This basically immediately gets your heart rate up to the point where it's, uh, if you put the electrodes and stuff on your chest, could give you a heart attack. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was, my, and I was so, literally going to say, can I try this? No. Strap that back. Uh, and this, no. Uh, yeah. Our insurance isn't that good. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, this, uh, it blows my mind that this is made for 21 years. 21 years, all of these um, issues. So there, so, because you could hook yourself up to a total of six different electrodes and, um, and oh, see? and it comes with a measuring tape so you can measure your progress. Wow. Oh my God. How do you measure relaxation? Yeah. It, it looks like something right. like, a, like, a, like a less modern version of like things like those ab belts yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. those things cause cancer? It's and quackery. Give you heart no, this causes, right, it's quackery. No, it shakes cancer flakes loose. <laughs> that's what it does yeah. you want to read this <laughs> no. uh, here's what it is something interesting to me you guys see the dials there's three of them at the bottom at the top it says start and then if you turn it this way it says increase yeah and the other way also says increase yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's it, no decrease on this no. one <laughs> <laughs> it's ambrosextrious one of the <laughs> It also comes with a diet book, diet and sure, calorie counter. Sure, you know, why not? <laughs> Throw it all in there. Um, basically just a recipe for gout. It's like, a, it's like, uh, <laughs> like steak and milk, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Occasionally some string beans. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but also, I mean, I think, uh, so this, was marketed to women and I have to assume that um, perhaps one of the, I mean it makes sense to me that like one of the things that they talk about in the court case is that um, in this, in the instruction manual they use um, words like discomfort or inconvenience um, and when we think about the ways that women have traditionally, um, that their pain has been minimized, that they have like traditionally sort of a bit, had their pain been um, sort of brushed off by doctors, um, that they're sort of purposefully playing on that in their words. Like you might feel some discomfort. No, you're literally shocking yourself. You're shocking yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and so. increasingly. Yes. Yeah. Just, just to, be, to be skinny, to be more sexually desirable. Sure. Um, right. So, the, the machine I have that has the different wands that the, it it like when you especially when you turn the light out and you you you, you know crank it up right you crank it up and then it turns purple you can see it it's real neat looking that's cool. and then you shock yourself and then you go ah, I'm not gonna do that again then you do it again you know <laughs> but no. it has a little booklet also like that it has a little booklet of suggestions you know and it shows 
doing things that no common sense human would would do these. Do you know what I mean? And these were sold in stores. Right. Was this sold like at drug stores or Guess was how it... many of them were circul had been sold by 1970? 7. 400,000. 400,000. 400 and that's just uh, primary market, not to count like market because obviously people would get rid of this because it fucking shocked them. <laughs> they didn't want it anymore. Right. The, all the yard sale movements of these things. Are... <laughs> that's right. I would buy one, definitely. So it must have is, worked on some level for people to buy it, or just the advertising worked. I think the advertising worked. Okay. I think that it was a very um, well marketed, and and I think too um, shows the uh, the lengths to which um, people will go to sort of fit into the whatever beauty standards that we're talking about. But um, yeah, I think that yeah. has a lot to do with it too. But I think there's also something like you know you. Uh, we don't know. I don't, I, it's a question. Did people that made that machine, did they know anything? Were they evil or did they just, they want to sell? I mean, they made like, we did one episode on the revigorator. It's, it's a crock. Did he, who were you guys on this? I think uh, very few people would be on it with me, but <laughs> it's a crock that you put water in and cool it, but it has radium in it. I, yes, oh my I God. was on that episode. Yeah, and they wouldn't touch it or anything. And but, and, and it killed people. People yeah. died. They put it in their home, yeah. and it, it's emitting radium into your house. Yeah, and, but insane. they sold, I mean, they were advertised in National uh, Geographic. Right. I mean, you I know? think also we think of the sort of watchdog groups that protect us, supposedly, as consumers, like the FDA. We think about them in their current manifestation. That's not what was happening, mm -hmm. right? So they're the oversight. Uh, there, there was no oversight with this. I mean, oh, right. and, well, and they lied. <laughs> so well, and they lied. Too. <laughs> I the, mean, when, when, when someone goes to court, then the, the company wants to still be making money, so then they right. just, you know, uh, yeah, right. yeah, typical. Okay, so. Now we have fishing tackle. Next slide, please. Oh, yeah, this was one of the ads for the relaxer. How's your figure? Oh, that's. Just so depressing. That doesn't look it's any It's figure different. washing time. That doesn't look any different than a commercial that you'd see today for right. a different product. right. So we basically have the same mentalities about right. some th certain things from whenever till now. It's right. always been, I want to look good. And yeah. Yeah, it even says summer is figure watching time. They, yeah. It's right. specifically. I mean, how is this really different? You don't want to be ugly. It's coming. Here it comes. You know, right. it's threatening someone. Is this different really than sort of, you know, whatever, Frank Thomas now, every 10 minutes telling me I need man boosting, you right. know, or whatever, you know? Or like the, the tea, those like, like wastes. Slimmer teas that like actually cause like massive diarrhea, um, like the. Do you, uh, uh, <laughs> has anyone ever used one? No. Um, oh, the body cleansing kind of things. Is that what you're talking it's about? It's not a clean. It's like you're, it's a diet tea. It's supposed to make you not hungry, but it just yeah, it just empties your body out. Yeah, that's very unappetizing to be eating yeah. sitting on the toilet. Right. <laughs> right. So next slide. Oh yeah, there we go. This is what we're looking at. Ugh. Yeah. This is um, this is the the Cadillac of uh, masturbatory. Like, that looks like it's that one looks like it's been used a little bit. Those, it's got some brownness it to it. I don't it's know. The Cadillac of what? Masturbatory aids. If you have a penis and you like to masturbate, this is for you. I'm in. <laughs> I told you. We there's parting gifts. Wow. 
That wasn't so, in the swag bag. This is, <laughs> next year. Um, so I can't open this, uh, but there, it's just this similar to this. There's going to be a motor inside and a tube. Is that, this closed? Yeah. Can, Using AccuJack. Sure. The AccuJack pneumatic what? penis milker. <laughs> that is a lot of great comic words right there. Did, did you want to go to that marketing meeting? Tell my mom I'm, what you're oh, showing uh, now. I can't have any of that. I'm so dictose intolerant. So it has... Come on. Oh. Has, yeah, hold it. We have... Hold one of those up. <laughs> I'm going to show your mom. We have, show my mom. We have four of the different sleeves. So this was... Um, it was $150. Look at that. I know. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Or $130. Sorry, no, $130. $129.50, yeah. but still that's ludicrous money. That's an insane amount of it's money. masturbating. It's free. It's totally free. <laughs> it's totally free. Did you have to buy it with all four sizes? There's well, a little uh, there body are, shaming right. going so, on there. <laughs> there are, these come with it. What? Okay, can I tell you a thing that I think is really optimistic and sweet? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with that. So yes. the, right, the second version, this is version one, version two, which we don't have, um, has two pumps so that you can masturbate with a friend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And also... So <laughs> I and, like that. Yeah, it's so nice. That's and so nice. Also I do. I has like that. Um, dildos in addition to the sleeves. So whatever, we're, whatever, any... Any hole you I want. hope they added that because they got some complaints. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope it was like a comment card. Like, again, I like your device, but I kind of get lonely. Right. Because <laughs> also, this just makes me think, someone said tackle box. It makes me it think of like, exactly a, like, a like a fishing box. trip with your yeah. friend and you're sitting in a boat and what is there to do? <laughs> Masturbate. Right. And with virgin, version it's, two, you can do it together. Right. I mean, let's, fishing is boring. It's That's like, what I hear. Right? Yeah. All right, hey, Stuart, Stuart, I got the tackle box. You bring the jack-off box. <laughs> right. right. Did you, hey, did you, did you forget the penis milker? <laughs> <laughs> is it pneumatic? Right. right. I'm liking this more than I thought I would. Oh, it's so good. I do, and it's got a dial on it. I want to yeah. know what happens. Uh. I feel like it's, and, and I just love the optimism. Like, I, I, okay, so I think about this when it, uh, when this was made, it was like during the time, like, uh, uh, like it's late 60s, early 70s. Um, I think about like key parties and just like there's this sort of, uh, like this is obviously a luxury item, right? <laughs> and right. I think about like, I think about like uh, what you get access to with money and like what an amazing Thing to be like, well, I, you could just masturbate with your friend for free, but like, we're gonna do this. Um, we're like high class masturbators. <laughs> so, with this machine, it makes it totally fine and not weird. I've never felt that, but I've so, dreamed of that. I'm, I'm trying to think of a way that's not sort of like what you're saying two guys masturbating to get, like, but it, uh, you could, in theory, right, if you're if, uh, homosexual, you know, you could have sort of where you're, you know, having, you're jacking off each other together. I would assume you're. I mean, if that, if it also, is there a way to plug in for a woman on that yes, one? Yes, there, there was, um, then the second one, there are, there are dildos that come with it. Okay, so then so you can sort of, yeah. if you, yeah. yeah. 
I wouldn't. That thing is like, like, like the Swiss Army knife of masturbation. <laughs> right, right. The, the Cadillac. He's got everything you right. need right there. That is fantastic. Yeah. Right. I too. like now where I can just hit clear history and all my shame goes away. <laughs> I don't want to have to get up and pack the thing up. And right. You get like a coffee and a bagel and that thing and you're done. <laughs> the whole day, no matter where you are, who comes over. It's like the whole day is good. There are also multiple like extensions for the, so you can be a certain distance away from the. What is the dial? Oh, I think that's just the, how strong you want it. How much suction power you want. It's a motor, right? So it just is either sucking or moving it somehow. I mean, I've never used it, so I don't know. Do you want me to try it? Sure, you tell my mom (laughs) that, right? Everyone's over 18? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Put that Dagwood cartoon back up and I'll just go stand over there. (laughs) 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 That's fantastic. Um, so I have one more item. One more item. Just one more. I have questions about the fishing too. Yeah, right. So this is a lot less scientific than I thought it was going to be. I'm enjoying it. I'm saying it's really all just, science. What? I'm just thinking about all those times when my dad went fishing when I was a kid now. Yeah, now you know. Now you know. He went fishing a lot. Wasted. That <laughs> looks like it's great for like winter time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so... This is um, a handmade penis warmer, and I just think it's so sweet. It's so not functional, but it's right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Really optimistic. I don't know if it's. Is it um, functional? You talking about fucking the dead end? You got the intestines of the thing. It's like like the same brain. Your aunt makes you a. She knits you a penis holder. You know know. what I'm saying? Like (laughs) the same animal knitted a penis warmer, (laughs) and also took the intestines and fucked up with someone yeah. that they killed. The same brain did that. Right. Well, the older I get, I think I'd like something that keeps, you know what I mean, pulls them up a little, the balls up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know. I think it's colors. so yeah. sweet. It's beyond sweet. Yeah. It's, it's like Florida State colors right there. You know what I'm saying? I don't like the colors at all. But, but why? What was you, what's, your, what's your team? I do, I'm more, you want a team you know, color. But I'm not a team. I'm not, I'm not into sports, but I like... I like blues and browns and so that would not be my choice but mm-hmm. I'm all for warming the penis are you I don't know I don't I um I sorry um, I don't know not oh, having don't, you don't up be the embarrassed balls there a little bit I just wanted to fluff you, them up a little bit you touch what you're curious about I I don't know if this is functional because I don't have a penis, but it seems like it would just be a hot mess. I, I think literally. I'll say this. I think I'll speak for most of the men here that it doesn't really matter if it's functional. If it involves the penis, then just give it to us. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I right? I mean, oh, just, yeah. I'll when put I it say on, functional, bit, I know? mean like you're in Chicago and it's really cold, and w- like, would this help no. as a warmer? No, but I'd wear it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would. It would the the milker would warm you up. <laughs> That's not going to really warm you up. If it's that cold, it's retracted anyway. It's, it's not a problem. That's what I wonder it's about. That cold, it's cold. It's yeah. The turtle's in. Yeah, you know what I mean? uh, I've, hey, I've never once thought I need my penis to be warmer right now. I don't think. <laughs> I did one time in Calgary. 
<laughs> I was in Canada one time, and it was February, and it was the coldest I've ever witnessed. And it was there was no wind at all. It was totally still, and it hurt when you walked outside. It, the, the, the cold like cut your face. It was so cold, and I did not see my penis for a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually, didn't, I'm not being funny. It was a little physically uncomfortable because it kind of I was like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, back up. I'm, not a, I'm not a lucky man anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? And then when it got that cold, I mean, my toes were blue. You know what mm. I mean? And Yeah, and then that, he just went, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> right? But I don't think that's really going to work. But right. it might. I'll right. tell you tomorrow. Would it be right? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think about also what this looks like. It was, I don't know. In my head, this is a gift. Right, like that, that it, it this is a was, gift, right? In many ways, in many it's ways, indeed a gift, right? and I do appreciate it. Right, there's just something very, yeah. I, I would love it. I'm serious. I would love it if, if I had an aunt cool enough to like knit penis testicle warmers and give them to people in the family. Yeah. Vagina, penis, doesn't matter. Just give them. Yeah. That would be. I've never. I don't have a relative that is that loving or cool. <laughs> you have. You have my Jewish mom now. I have your mom now. <laughs> yeah. Your mom and I are real close. She embroiders though. She doesn't knit. Uh, oh well, Sorry. even better. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. Seriously, I'm asking Tom this question because I always do. Would you buy this? You're in a junk shop. You're bored because we're. I forced you to pull over. I saw a really cool store, and no. I'm walking around, and you're just sitting there going, God, come on, come on, come on. And you look over, penis warmer, bam, right there. Let's change the color. You're a Braves fan. We'll make it Braves. Color the Braves, all right? <laughs> we'll put um, I don't, I don't John know Smoltz's face on it. Who's a Braves? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who, who plays baseball for the Braves. The only way I'm putting that on is if it, it should be decorated. Let's you start know. with buying it. I want right. to force you to buy it, and then I want to force you. But would you buy it? One dollar. One. One. No, one you're even you're hesitant at one dollar? This feels like something that somebody should buy for you. Just no, end up in the floorboard of my car. This is a Mitt Romney Chia pet head. Yeah. No. yeah. I would take a picture of it probably no. and be like, Instagram, look at this thing I you, almost you bought. Actually, it's not even frustration that I have for you. You're insulting me. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you buy, buy that one and then you say, are there more? You know? And then you, you find, who made it? Can you make me more? You send an email. You book Instagram. You like... You're, you actively try to get... Mm. No, not buying it. All right, you're off the podcast. I'm Lowell. trying to... Oh, wait. <laughs> Seriously, Lowell, you and... and I would accept it as a gift. I, I would, if you my wife bought that for either? me, I would think it would be very fun. Right. I might buy it. Yes, for just a dollar. Just to wear in for Donna and, and just to, for the shock effect. Because I did take one of, one of the kids... Oh, geez, the kids will listen to this. I did take a, a Star Wars lightsaber... And we'd watched one of the uh, National Geographic's with the guys I'm with the penis. Happy. Oh my god! The guys yeah. with the penis gourds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The penis. Yeah. So yeah, I chased yeah. her around with a penis gourd right. made yeah, out of a lightsaber. A lightsaber. You chased yeah. your wife around with a. <laughs> Come running up the stairs. She's going, "What the hell is that? Oh my god! That is oh so god. wonderful." And then she started running because she plays her part, and I chased her around. Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet, is it's it amazing. not? Did not end in the hospital. A uh, 300-pound man with a penis cord. Uh, it should end in a hospital. <laughs> That's great. Would you, would you buy it? Yes or no? You, you oh, I think I'd have to for Donna. Yeah. Thank you. Just because Thank of the just because One of person the would taste. For yeah. Donna. Thank you. I, th- I'd, I would buy it just because just it'd be like, eh, how much, I'd, something about that 
It's weird, one of a kind. Do you want to try it? Penis on? milker? See if, no, no, not the penis milker. No, not I'm no. no on the penis there's no milker. even hesitation in your voice. You're just like, nah. If I was going to do something like that, I would buy a more modern version or whatever. I mean, don't they have pocket things and stuff like that? <laughs> I mean, it seems like a it seems like an pocket older pussies? version. Yeah, yeah, like that seems like I don't. You can make your own. I've seen on uh, make your own. Yeah, a Pringles can with um, sponge and like a and like a piece of a stocking. Okay. I, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We need more I just, information. I just, I, I, we don't I, have I, these in the collection. <laughs> Again, this is I didn't a, know it's going to be a house. You can't have two. We need one. more. Right. <laughs> so, I feel like she's been in my room. <laughs> it Would seems you, like you could uh, use this it. Is, I'm asking everybody. You're in a junk shop, right? Yeah. You're you see this. Would you buy it? Absolutely. Thank you. You're why? Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you so much. Thank, because don't ask it's why. funny and it's sweet and it's weird. And, it's it, and it also, um, I love home, homemade, handmade things. Someone chose to make this, mm-hmm. right? Which is I doubt wonderful. that there's a pattern, right? This is like, there's no like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like this is, there are choices here. There are choices about like how many rows on the balls with the red and the how many rows at the head with the red. You know, that, like. It, the, is it stretchy? No, I'm okay. not, I haven't done that, but I'm going to assume that that is a pure it, cotton, not It a doesn't blend. have room to grow, is what I'm no, saying? No, I don't think so. That's the other reason that I don't think that it's functional. It's not like a stretchy, it does not become like a condom. Okay, because I was thinking like how, like, is there any possible use for it, right? And, I don't think so. But this if you can fit problem. in there, maybe, you know, like after sex instead of a towel, like that's part of cleanup. Oh. Like you go back oh, in with the, that'd be so you gross. go back in with the sock puppet and clean up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the problem with, you know, this is the problem. You, you, you always talk about these useful things. Like does it have a use and bullshit like that? I don't understand that. <laughs> that makes no sense to me whatsoever. None. I, I don't want my life full of things that work. <laughs> I don't need all this crap. Maybe, maybe what if it gave it like a smiley face to, and they could make it like a character? Target, that'd be fun. Target <laughs> is annoying to me. You know what I mean? It's no. like, God, I don't need this crap. I, you know what I mean? That is fantastic. You know, this is something that you, when you go to write out your will, you're like, who's going to get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It's, that's it's it's there's art in that. That's beauty. Yeah. That's that's not useful. Freaking I, robot. I'm gonna push back on that, and I'm gonna say it's useful for the person who made it. Right. That like that there is use in like create. Right. This is uh, someone creative made this, and there is use in like expressing yourself. Oh yeah. And in well, that yeah. way, the like magic of making making things like as an art person this is like the thing that drives me personally is that like you, you make you're compelled to make something whether you're a musician or a writer or like yeah. anything um yeah. and so i put this more as a use for the creator than the person who maybe puts their dick inside yes. maybe it would also make a funny like microphone like topper you know mm. what i'm saying like a like a spit guard kind of whatever <laughs> on the microphone Still, you looking for uses. Yeah. yeah. Don't, sure. You don't need uses. No. You right. buy it, you, you get real excited, you go, holy shit. And then you buy it, and then you walk out and you go, what is this? You know? Yeah. And then maybe whatever. And then at some point you might stumble across a use for it. But if you do or don't, it doesn't matter. It's just, that's amazing. You know? Or the uses for Donna. Thank you. One there person you with taste. For Thank Donna. you. <laughs> or you buy it for Donna. Yeah. I mean, 
I assume Donna's your wife. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Is there anything for sale that you've shown us? No. no. Oh, it's so disappointing. No. You but you face. can probably make this if you wanted to. Oh, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's for sale. And uh, it's funny, I tend to look now at, for when I go to like antique shops and stuff these days, look for items having to do with sex, and there I don't see very many. I don't see very do many you at see? All. Yeah. No, not uh, hardly at all. The one thing that I see, the thing that I probably see the most is this wand. They always seem oh, to call yeah. them a wand. Yeah. And there's a picture of a woman on the, it's got a flip top box. And this one you plug into the wall and it's, you know, and it shows her like uh, doing her back. Yeah. And clearly she's too high. <laughs> <laughs> you find wands at thrift store? I need to go to, to your Do you want me to get them for you? <laughs> The Hitachi wand, yeah, that's like the uh, for yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, really I've never, I, yeah, I've <laughs> never bought one because they. I always in my head because I'm poor. If I was rich, I would just I'd be a really good rich person because I'd be, you know what I mean. But uh, I can't that's afford the things. So, um, but yeah, I'll buy. I'll, next one, well, next one I'll see, I'll buy for you. And Great too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you trade me some shit. <laughs> what? A, I'll trade. My mom's gonna make you one of these. If your mom made me one of those, that would make me, that would make my month. Are you kidding? It would make my year. I'd, 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 I'd put it on my next CD cover. Are there things that, can I ask you a question? Are there things that you have seen, like, in your, in your, you know, going throughout the country, going to, like, antique stores and stuff, are there things that you remember that you wish you had bought? Like, a, like a short list of things. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know about a short list. There's a long list. Right. You know, I mean, there, and it, 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 it's all stuff that uh, was too expensive for me that yeah. I had to just say, if I would have made different life choices. <laughs> you know? You have, the, you have the mermaid that you wanted for years. My, maybe oh. my favorite thing that I own is, and I wore this, oh, I worked so hard on this. It is a... What well, her arm is up like this. It's a mermaid, woods, mm -hmm. teak, mm -hmm. okay? One arm is down, one arm is up. Mm -hmm. So with the arm, she's taller than me. So with the arm, like, tipped to the bottom, it's about six foot tall. Wow. And uh, I was told, I bought it from someone that lived in Maine, a couple that lived in Maine and collected things, and then they retired and moved south for the weather, and then I wore them down on this price over and over. It's a mermaid, so she's topless, and that was my selling point. I said, I can't display this in my home. I'm a Baptist, and she's naked. You know? <laughs> the price went down. So it's a mermaid like that, you know? And it, it's so heavy. It, it mm -hmm. supposedly was on the front of a ship. Mm -hmm. It was displayed on the front of a ship. Oh, that's, awesome. that's my favorite thing. But there's lots of things I, that I wasn't able to buy. I mean, a pair of uh, baby uh, boars that were taxidermied, $700, mm, gone, couldn't afford it. You know, That's lots awesome. of stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like strange things, yeah. you know. So far in the hotel over here at Limestone, we've been doing, we did an, I have a beautiful Elvis lamp. There's silence. I know. <laughs> I'm just ahead of my time. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else. My, I'll tell you my favorite episode that has not come out yet, so I'll tell you guys, is trepanning. Do you know about trepanning? Yeah, so yes. much. I have a trepanning drill. No. I have a drill. That's yeah. amazing. Trepanning is, if you don't know, there was a, and it's still, I guess some people still kind of think that uh, Amanda Feldy, Felding or something. Fielding? Fielding? Oh, the, in, uh, yeah, the in English. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, 
Trepanning is the belief that if you that the skull is too tight on mm -hmm. the brain, so it gets no movement. So you drill a hole in your skull and you don't mm -hmm. cover it up, and it allows the brain to breathe, mm -hmm. and therefore you are slightly hallucinating every day of your life. Mm -hmm. And Amanda Fielding took a Black and Decker drill in 1972 or something, mm -hmm. just drilled a hole right in her own head, and then made a documentary out of mm -hmm. it. And by the way, she went to a party later that night, so she was fine, you yeah. know what I mean? So I found the trepanning, the old one, where you have to crank, crank. hard, and like hand get through your own skull. <laughs> yeah, and that was, that's one of my favorite things. In that's, where'd you find it? Um, I, the first time I saw it was a, you know those gorgeous uh, etchings, right? And there was this, it just struck me, it was too expensive, but just the picture of the drawing of it was a guy sitting in a chair like this, and there was a guy drilling into his head. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell's going on there, you know? And then I ended up Googling it and going, what was that? And then I ended up reading about Trevor. And then years later, because he had one of those drills. It's a hand crank drill with a big, huge bit. Lowell's seen it. Yeah. It's a, to get through your own skull. It's substantial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so years later, it was always in my head. I, you know, I'd love to find that. And then boom, there it was, trepanning drill. They didn't know what it was. It was, just a, it was just in a junk shop. You know, I don't remember what I paid for it, $10, something like that. Oh yeah. Wow. Now, will you be, if you, if you saw these things that we just saw today in a shop? All of them would be in my car. Really? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All, you get them, there's nothing that you would be like, ah, I can find this cheaper no. somewhere else. I mean, it would depend on the money, you know what I mean? But yes, all of them, absolutely. There's everything she showed was interesting. Don't you guys agree? Everything. Yeah, Thank you. really was. Everything. I agree. Yeah. And we, we learned stuff, you know, mm -hmm. that's what I love. And like, mm -hmm. I would do, what I, I do is this, I, I find this fishing thing with a pump and a thing and I'm like, penis milker. Right. <laughs> you know? And I look at the price tag and I'm like, $20, yes. And then I buy it and go home, you know, go back to the hotel and I'm Googling penis milker. You know, like if, if you looked at my Google, it's like, damn, you know. <laughs> Trepanning penis milk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine might be worse. Yeah. Would, you, would you try the relaxicizer just to see? If I knew, if you gave me this right here that I just read the court case, yeah. I would not try it. Yeah, Without yeah. this, yeah, I'd, pl I'd plug that baby up. Yeah. It's like a contraindicated if you have a pulse, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd try it. You yeah. know, I'd, I shot myself with that stuff, yeah. All right. We... Um, uh, we're out of time, everybody. This was fantastic. First of all, thank you guys for coming. It was, it was absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I want to thank Rebecca thank you. for all the amazing stuff. Yes, amazing stuff. Is that what we're doing? I didn't know if we're doing that. And I think everybody in this room can agree, not only was it uh, really interesting stuff, but you're funny. You are funny. Yes, you are. That was great. Yeah, and my friend Lowell, I would like to thank Lowell Ramey for being here. Thank you, Stuart. Wonderful. And Tom Simmons. Yeah. Being the funny dude you are. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Limestone for trusting me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I will be doing my show here tomorrow night, tomorrow, Saturday, tomorrow night here. I'm doing a show if you guys want to come. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can download this wherever you download your podcasts. iTunes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. iTunes, it's on iTunes. Stitcher, all right. all, Stitcher probably all those things, mm -hmm. you know. Sure. Yeah. I, thank you guys so much for coming. Have a good night. Go Thanks. see shows tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Go see comedians.
Thank you for coming to see Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Yeah. Catch Stuart tomorrow night at 7.30 and 10 here at the Buskirk Tramley. Remember to download the podcast. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Who listens to the end? I don't understand. I mean, what's... Really, why am I still talking? It's all right. Uh, this is, I guess, the small print of the podcast. Is that what it is? Is that when the, you pull out the glasses that you have to kind of slide down the nose and read the bottom of the bottle kind of thing? Uh, it was so called produced by Matt Holt. I don't know what he did, but there was something he wants his name on here. Uh, intro music is really Greg Brown. I picked it because I love Greg Brown and I was hoping someone would listen to this podcast and go, what was that music? I want to find out what that is. Go listen to Greg Brown. Outro music was sweet, sweet. Uh, You know, rate and review, you know, whatever. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast. I think that's a button that you push. It's kind of like liking something. Or You know what annoys me is when I send someone a text and then I get a message back that says so-and-so liked your text. Don't do that to me. Don't do. Don't answer my text or answer me, but don't like my. Uh, tell a friend about this podcast or don't. You know, I don't know. Uh, and thanks for listening. This has been a Perfecta Podcast Network production. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities Perfecta Podcast Network production. Say that eleven times and, and try to enjoy life. Making it on my own Well my mind is turning Thinking of how I've gone From a heartbeat To the beat of a heart Finding its way back home